0: Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why,
1: hello there, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, nine minutes after nine, I'm Sean. It's Monday. It's a cold damn Monday. And we are your severe weather station, so we'll be keeping you apprised of this winter storm uh, going through our area. It's dark and gloomy. The uh, temperature's dropping. It's only going to get up to around get up to around 35 degrees, I think, today during the day, man during the day well even in south texas a little winter must fall um well let's let's uh, uh talk about friday and, and this video uh uh regarding tyree nichols and uh what, what we all saw <clears throat> I, I don't know what, how you handled it i i we sat and watched the news starting around 6 p.m uh, i was watching jesse waters on uh fox news and near the end of his show uh some of that video the cop cam video started coming out and then it went into tucker's show and and we're we're all seeing something pretty horrific i mean i i don't know how else to describe it what got me and and just you know a little background here before we get into the the finer points of the video you know this is a, a guy that was 29 years of old of age he's a by all estimations, a good guy. He's got a he's got a kid. He's a proud father. Loves his mom. He's got no criminal record whatsoever. Uh, he was out. Uh, he's he, he's a photographer. He likes to take pictures at night of the sky or for whatever reasons. He was out taking pictures of the sky. And then we have something called the Scorpion Unit, which was started based upon my reading was they began this special unit, not as sort of a rogue, hard-ass, crime-busting unit like you see in the movies where they're they're supposed to be, uh, they get to play a little rougher than sort of the normal cops, you know what I mean? You've seen this a thousand times in the movies and TV. They were actually meant as more of a diplomatic unit between police or law enforcement and the community. What I saw was not that. Um, What got me were the repeated blows to his head, which you could plainly see. Uh, He was on the ground, and he was kicked in the head several times. Uh, It's shocking to see uh, a a cop who had walked away from the scene. (coughs) Uh, I guess he was uh, pretty hot. And so he uh walked over and kicked the guy kicked uh, uh Tyree Nichols right in the head and that happened several times they pulled out a baton They pepper sprayed him right uh, you know with the with the spray about a foot away from his face uh we still don't know what he did to deserve being yanked out of the car the way he I mean they yanked his ass out of the car and then put him on the ground and started beating the crap out of him that's what I saw he broke away, he ran, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm not advising anybody to run from the cops, but in that situation, they catch him and they continue to beat him. And, and, and one thing that a lot of us didn't understand, and you certainly saw a lot of ex-law enforcement on TV on Friday and throughout the weekend saying, hey, it "Not why didn't a single cop, there's five cops there and not a single one of them pulled out their handcuffs. I saw one uh, officer, or one retired officer, NYPD officer, who said, you know, a situation like that, they got five guys, there's no reason they should be still struggling with this guy. He said, at one point, he has his hands behind him on the ground. You get one handcuff on one wrist, which is the training. Just get one of his wrists into a handcuff, and then he can get the other handcuff on, and then he's done. And they didn't do that. Uh, it was it was very hard to watch, and I'm pro-law enforcement. You know that, man. I support the blue. I, I do. Um, wh- what I saw, and then we'll kind of get into some of the rhetoric surrounding this thing, is I saw a group of cops who, yeah, are on some kind of special unit, And maybe in their minds, they thought that meant that they were, uh, you know, kind of a special unit to go out there. I mean, they they didn't call him the Olive Branch unit, right? They called him the Scorpion unit. (laughs) The Scorpion unit. And again, I, I I just saw a bunch of guys uh, who were hopped up, who were going, "Hey, let's show this kid what for! How, how dare he run from us? How, how dare he, he fight us? I I don't know. I can't get into their psychology. I'm just that's what I that's what I observe is that there was multiple occasions. I'm not, I'm not law enforcement. I don't have any training, but just with my own eyeballs looking on it, looking at it over and over and over again. Not only on Friday, but throughout the rest of the weekend. Seems to me like they could have subdued this guy at, at, at numerous occasions, on numerous occasions while this went on, and yet they did not. Um, we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes, but uh, uh, and the phone lines are open. you have any thoughts? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um 5555 the, And then what was even more shocking was uh, when the, the the cop cam footage came out later, <clears throat> And you, after it, this was all over, uh, they were talking to each other about what had just taken place, and that that in and of itself was kind of chilling because there was sort of a cavalier nature to it. Um, but what's interesting is the, the left, uh, of course, they 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 have to make this racial. It's five black cops, and I, I heard a lot of weird stuff about the fact that there are five black cops and there weren't any white cops, and this isn't a racial issue. There was one where uh, Tucker had a retired, uh, or maybe it was Jesse. I, I can't remember now. Had a retired uh, cop on a black guy who was saying, "You know, this is what happens because the police chief is female. This is what happens when young men are raised by single females." And he was layering that over top of the PD, uh, it, it, you know, uh, 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 with uh, with uh, uh, the 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 female police chief and blah blah. I I don't know if I buy into that. But it certainly certainly wasn't racial, and when we get back, I'll tell you what Jamal Hill had to say from MSNB Puke about the racial aspect of this that may not be obvious to the rest of us. Let's go to Kenny. Kenny, how are you? Hey, Sean, how's it going? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Uh,
2: well, from what I've seen and heard, has, has anybody stopped to consider the fact that maybe this was an
1: Oh, wow. This was a what?
2: A targeted attack?
1: Uh, maybe. I mean, we don't. We haven't heard anything about that.
2: Um, I mean, because those guys, like I say, I mean, they pull that guy out and just,
1: just like, start uh, wailing on him.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. Well, I haven't heard anything yeah. about that. But I mean, uh, about you I know, I, I
2: haven't
1: either. He, this, as but far he as we know, he hasn't had any interaction with the cops. He's got no record.
2: Right. But maybe he did something. I don't know. Maybe. He, uh,
1: Pissed uh, one of them off somehow? Of or? Of the, right.
2: Uh, and they said, you know, let's get this guy.
1: I don't know, but, well, they got him. <laughs> All right, man, I appreciate the call. One more. Here's Debbie. Debbie, how you doing?
0: Hi. Hey. Um. So one of the articles I read about that female police chief is that she was fired from the Atlanta Police Yes,
1: Department. she was. Right.
0: Um, and it was for covering up one of her coworkers' husbands was involved in um, minor uh, underage yeah. Uh, minors. Yeah, well, minors.
3: something weird like that, right.
0: Yeah. So, so she's she, kind of
1: got a checkered she, past too, right?
0: Right. She had said that um, that was the worst thing she'd ever seen. Well, I would think that uh, somebody having sex with underage minors would be I, worse than that. But,
1: I concur.
4: Um,
0: yeah. Also, when I was reading the comments after I, after I watched the video, I, I read down into the comments and multiple people from Memphis were saying that the word on the street is that the, the guy that got killed was
1: um, messing with one of the officer's wives. Ooh, all right. I, uh, let, me, let me hold our, I'm stuck against the clock here. Uh, thanks for the call, Debbie. We'll, we'll pick up on that when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
3: This is Jack Riccardi.
1: Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, man. Uh, New stock 550 KTSA 923 on a Monday, a cold and dreary Monday. Going to be about 35 degrees today. Uh, and the phone lines are open 210 599 5555. What happened to the raccoon coming up at 935? Because I've never wanted to pass up a raccoon story. Right now, dealing with uh, the death of uh, Tyree Nichols and uh, Jamel Hill, formerly of ESPN. Uh, tweeted this, just as women sometimes carry the water for misogyny and the patriarchy, black people have definitely done the same for white supremacy. You're stuck on the faces. I'm looking at the system and why it was created. So those black cops were white supremacists. They, they, They support a white supremacist system and so therefore ergo... Thus, uh, they're, they're, they're stinking racist. It's a racist system run by white, racist white people, and uh, these guys are just carrying the water for white... Ra- you really got to take a long walk on that one, man. You're stuck on the faces. You're stuck on the faces. I'm a white guy. I'm inherently a racist, right? And she tweets again, I need so many people to understand this regarding Tyree Nichols. Several of the police officers who murdered Freddie Gray were black. The entire system of policing is based on white supremacist, white supremacist violence. You see people under the boot of oppression carry its water all the time. Uh, I I think you're, you're, when, when you're so lost in the fog of your own racism... That you can actually tell yourself this this crap and believe it, you're out of your mind, man. You've 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 wandered off the intellectual res. You really don't know who you are anymore. So even though it was five black cops that killed a black guy, it's still whitey's fault. <laughs> it's still, it, it's still white supremacy. That's great. Of course, it's not. And, uh, it's, it's beyond that it's silly and rather kind of sick and insulting considering somebody died. Let's go to uh
5: Steve, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Uh, Democrats are psychotically insane <laughs> and reality facts and truth have no effect on them at all anymore. There are, uh, some real journalists out there practicing real journalism mm. and these, uh, officers were not hired by the by the police department of Memphis. They were hired by the city of Memphis and placed on the police force right. because they Good checked point. certain boxes. They, everybody should know that. It was only because they checked certain boxes. Uh, and there are investigations and leads being followed up that are kind of going down a, a hole of these guys were possibly – Gang affiliated, mm. and this was a paid hit because this kid would not join the gangs of Memphis. Wanted to steer clear it, of all that. Well, stuff.
6: it's I don't
1: know. I mean, it certainly seemed like they had something in for this guy. I don't know because it was really odd. Was like, we we don't have any evidence that he that he actually did anything illegal. So I don't
6: know. I, I
1: mean, I I, I I just looked up the the and I pre- Steve, I appreciate the call. I just looked up the uh, the story about he may have been. There was a rumor that he was messing around with one of the cops' wives, but that's only that has not been substantiated in any way, shape, or form. I I, I don't know what happened specifically with these cops and this guy. I, all I know is I'm fairly certain it wasn't racially motivated. <laughs> I got that going for me. I mean that's that's about all I can really uh, uh, say about that. Why it happened, what their issue was i don't know what's that let's go to the phones uh mike how you doing mike yeah hey yeah, man what doing? are you thinking
7: yeah i'm thinking like uh like i say i go to memphis all the time because i'm a truck driver right uh yeah the, the people in memphis uh if they have you know you say you was from maryland the people in um the people in that area have bad attitudes you know kind of like me everybody's on has a chip on their shoulder and they seem to have, you know, uh, issues all the time. But I believe, like a lot of people say, these cops had an issue with this guy. I believe that they had the wrong guy. That's what that's what some people are saying. They were looking for somebody, but it wasn't this guy. They apparently attacked the wrong man because when they went up to the man, this wasn't no. They didn't stop this man for reckless driving. They 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 purposely stopped this car. Because they thought it was the man they were looking for. Because you could tell by the way that they beat this man. This you don't you don't beat a man like that just because he took off running from you. Even after the man was apprehended on the down the ground, he still was hitting him in the face with the uh, billy club. Nice thing, mm. kicking him like the, uh, like a football. Horrible. You don't you don't treat a man you don't treat a man like that unless you got some serious issues with this guy. You know, a normal police stop doesn't go to go to that extreme. Right. I believe that these guys. I believe that these guys had a, was on a mission, and they wanted to take this guy out, and they thought they could get away with it because they thought that they could um, erase the body cam the footage, but that didn't happen. Well, and, and they're the Scorpion
1: to, you know, unit. Maybe that figured into it, too. They'd be yeah, a little okay. too well, big for okay. their
7: well,
1: egos. Thank you for my call. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mike. I got to right, run to anyway. 210-599-5555. We'll talk some more when we get back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA
0: info at your beck and call
1: the stunning developments stay tuned for updates just tell your smart device to play
0: ktsa
1: yeah pretty good pretty neat pretty good new stock 550 ktsa it's 9 39 on a monday cold one We've heard Don Morgan reporting on this all day, and uh, James, it's going to be like what thirty-five degrees today? Is that the the it's that's as it as, That's as warm as it's going to get.
6: It's already brutal outside. Is it? You
1: went out for a smoke? Was it pretty? Did you get icicles on your on here, on here? <laughs> on my icicles? Schnoz there on your yeah.
6: <laughs> Don Morgan, we are uh,
1: your severe weather station, and so we'll keep you up to date on you know.
6: I still got some firewood left over from the last big breeze. <laughs> yeah, that's immediate
3: first thing when I get home.
1: Well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've been sitting on this story for a few days, and I want to get this on the air. Well, if you, that's
3: you, the case, I'm not touching
1: it. Well, it has to do with sitting, uh, actually, and, and how unfortunate that could be for certain creatures. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of raccoons. I, I, I hate raccoons. I, <laughs> I want them all to die. I, I want every raccoon to die. Come on, they're cute. I hate, they're not, they'll rip your face off. And I, I, you guys know this. I was When I was about five or six, I was chased by a raccoon. Right. I also was trapped inside a house in my late 30s uh, by a band of street raccoons. They
6: smell fear, obviously.
1: They smelled you know. my fear. They knew. I hate raccoons, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I, I have to be honest, I, I, I feel a smidge of sympathy for at least one raccoon.
6: You should. It's a very troubling story for
1: him well and it's something because we are going to be having a cold snap here you know you want to keep your eyes out we go to Cochrane, georgia and uh, uh a uh, a a rail worker uh was checking the tracks and on a very cold morning december 19th and he sees a small raccoon sitting on a train rail and it's about 10 degrees and the raccoon's not moving. Don Morgan, did you see the story?
3: I I did.
1: And apparently the the raccoon was stuck there. Yes. Because the raccoon was trying to cross the tracks in ten degree weather and a certain part of his his little coons anatomy. <laughs> his little coons. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's a nice as, way as, to say. As, <laughs> as one of my
1: heroes, the Grease Man, used to say his doodads uh, got uh, stuck to the rail because there might have been, there should, might, might have been a little uh, moisture You're on the little guy's little buddies there, and uh, I guess this happens to raccoons, and he, he got those stuck on the metal of the railroad track. Wow. Ow!
3: One, one more reason why I'm glad I'm not a raccoon.
1: Well be careful where you sit, man. And, right, yeah. and when it's cold. I'm just you know, I I don't have any sympathy for raccoons, but this little guy Right. Well, nobody deserves that, man. No. Nobody deserves to have their doodads, you know, stuck to a a, a rail in ten degree weather. All right. Hitler maybe. D- yes. You know what I mean? I'm, but uh I'm but cool with that one. Genghis Khan possibly. But a little raccoon, even my hatred of raccoons does not extend to wanting to see raccoons get their testicles stuck on railroad tracks because of the cold. There, I said it.
6: Were they able to free the
1: raccoon? They did. They. I, I'm assuming they used some warm water, or
6: <laughs> or the raccoon has a new pronoun. I don't know. <laughs> the raccoon's got a slightly higher pitched chirp.
1: <laughs> I got you, little buddy. Rip. Ow. Oh, man. That'll make a raccoon hate you. No, they 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 removed the raccoon safely,
3: and all of his parts intact. Right, and as the raccoon scurried back into the forest, it paused for a moment, <laughs> looked over its shoulder, as if to thank the rescue workers who freed him, <laughs> thank from you, the bondage of. The train tracks.
1: Well, that is a kind of bondage, man. If you had those stuck to not a not fun kind of bondage. Not the either, fun kind of bondage but... either, man. Yeah, yeah. With a ball in your mouth. I'm talking about. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the '80s. Yeah. The jacuzzi was hot. I'm just saying, you know, that's 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 the heart. Because if nobody had come along, that little guy. Yeah. It sounded. Ooh.
3: It sounded like this. <laughs> At the forty-year-old virgin <laughs> oh! getting waxed.
4: <laughs> no, no, stop it,
3: stop it. And now the other one. There's <laughs> <laughs> little coons. You're a whole new
1: raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, half a <of> one. Yeah. <laughs> the he,
3: raccoon is he, now in transition. What? He gets home and his wife is like, "Where you been? <laughs> and what's going on down there?" Baby, you—you're you,
1: not ever gonna it. believe. You are not gonna believe this, baby. Yeah. You was, I was coming home, baby, walking down the train I just, tracks, just like I do across the railroad tracks, like I do every night, baby. Minding my own business, and something happened. I just couldn't move anymore, and I felt something a little weird down there, and I realized, well, the family jewels wasn't moving with me, and there was a train coming.
3: <laughs> I hear that train coming. <laughs> it's rolling around the bend. <laughs> <laughs> all, of the, all of a sudden, Dudley Do-Right comes out of nowhere. To <laughs> talking about
6: rescuing somebody in the final
1: reel. <laughs>
3: the
6: poor raccoon. I, Babe, I don't need you busting my...
3: Yeah, come on. it <laughs> have been through enough already.
1: Oh, I hope the raccoon... Raccoons are... One thing I'll give them is they're supposed to be really, really intelligent. So I hope the little booger, like, learns to avoid the railroad tracks from here on out. Yeah. Find another way home, man. You know,
3: and this should be a lesson <laughs> to all of us.
1: Yeah, don't sit on the railroad. Yeah, stay it, away it's gonna from be cold the railroad tonight. tracks. We got uh, some railroad tracks. Got some tracks right down the road here. Yeah. Whatever you do, dudes, don't sit on the rail tracks naked. After you've spent yeah, It's the, cold.
3: You spent the night rummaging through a dumpster.
1: <sighs> Work up a sweat. Once again, a raccoon got his testicles stuck to a train rail in 10-degree weather. Two one zero five
3: nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero. how was
1: your weekend? How was your You think you got it bad? <laughs>
3: <laughs> even, the, even the San Francisco 49ers like, man. <laughs> we, I'm not a they raccoon.
1: lost, right? Yeah, bad. We may have lost, but at least we don't have our Maybe. testicles stuck to a ra- railroad track. At least we were Rocky Raccoon over there. Rocky Raccoon stepped over the rail <laughs> only to find Gideon's Bible. All zero right. Two one zero five You'd wanna pray at that point. You'd wanna read some you want you want Jesus in your heart at that point.
6: I only lost two hundred bucks. He almost lost
3: two.
1: That's right. Lost several generations of generations of raccoon Right, yeah. 210
3: raccoon vasectomy right there on the train.
1: Track. <laughs> he's transitioning. He's now Roxanne Raccoon.
3: He's
1: Rocky now. He's Roxanne Raccoon. Prefers the pronouns them and they. And Roberta. Because they're gone. Uh 210 599 5585.
6: Quitter of Victor. <laughs>
1: It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
0: The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. These are important moments, and this is news. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean, 953 on a Monday. Um, hearing some disturbing news about Lisa Marie Presley, uh, TMZ is reporting, and I think the Guardians picked up on this, that um, uh, apparently uh, what more than likely led to her death is that she was, uh, I guess she'd had a long time addiction to opioids. Uh, I, I, I'm not a huge Elvis fan, so I don't know a lot about Lisa Marie Presley, and I haven't really followed her, but apparently she's you know had opioid problems for a long time. She's dealt with cocaine, and And some other stuff. And uh, I guess they say that after her son died, she had, uh, you know, started, uh, it really affected her, obviously. And perhaps that might have led to her taking opioids again. She also did have plastic surgery uh, two months before the Golden Globes, which uh, maybe that's where the pain meds come in. I, I don't know. We don't know anything else other than she lost 40 to 50 pounds in the six weeks, in the weeks leading up to the Golden Globes.
6: Have you seen the deal about Priscilla contesting the will because yes. the, uh, the signature doesn't seem right?
1: Right. So who knows? She, You know, if she signed it or somebody else did.
6: Well, it's just, it just going to be extended, drawn-out drama.
1: Yeah, it is. that it It will be that. But she did look really, really bad at the Golden Globes. And look, opioids are slippery man they they are they are James and I have both been through the same sort of medical stuff and you you the the thing is when you have if you 're having a major operation, you need pain meds yeah you, you have to take pain meds i mean i i i 'm having major surgery next week uh for this hernia thing i I will be on pain meds you know uh but, but what I've learned is to let my wife sort of <laughs> <laughs> administer. Well, it, 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 the thing about opioids, especially pain meds, they're very slippery. I mean, you you. I was on narcotics for pain for about four months, almost five months altogether. I did
6: one. One month? Yeah. And I, uh, and I gave some away. That did I you? just I was like, I can get through the night without these. I right. don't need them.
1: What I found is that it's very, that when you're on them on a daily basis, uh, first inside the hospital and then out, is that you you don't even realize that they're affecting you. you at least that's yeah. how, how it, it seemed to me. You just think, well, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> but then once you go off them, because uh, I, I had a mild, you know, fair, I mean, compared to most people, I had a pretty mild reaction to going off the pain meds because I didn't realize I was addicted. And the prescription ran out, and I'm like, Ugh. and we had to go get more, and they had to put me on a taper off plan, mm-hmm. where I do, you know, I do a week with what I was taking with the prescription. Next week I'm taking half of that. Week after that I'm taking half of that. Uh, and if you if you're in the hospital and you are being administered narcotic pain meds, they were supposed they're supposed to have a a taper off plan in place. Okay. So that when you stop. You know, you, you are able to be weaned off it because shh, I had a rough week I had a pretty rough weekend when when the prescription ran out. I didn't get a you know renewed because I didn't think I needed them. Uh, so God bless her. I could see where people, you know, if if you're if you're a celebrity, uh, moreover, and you have access, you and me, you know, it's not that easy to get a prescription for. Hydrocodone or Xanax or something like that, you know, beyond whatever would the doctor would prescribe for you. If you're Lisa Marie Presley or if you're a celebrity, you probably have the ability to get a constant supply. Right.
3: This is what happened to Prince.
1: It's what happened to Prince. And Tom Petty. Tom Petty. You know. Uh, Rush Lim- almost got Rush Limbaugh. Right. You know. Uh, it's it it is slippery. It it really is because you you do need them after a medical procedure. Right. But they are highly freaking addictive. Yeah. <laughs> they just, I'm not laughing at her tragedy, but they are, man.
3: I think the last surgery I had to have my shoulder and pectoral and everything else rebuilt right 15 years ago, and I think it was probably two days, and I was done. Really? I, I just got it in my head that this is going to hurt. Yeah. You know, right. I, well, I just, yeah. I prepared myself for it leading up to it. I'm going to be miserable, and I know it. And I just All I know is it's temporary.
1: Right, right. And,
3: and just went about it that way.
1: So, so you just and, knuckled it, white knuckled yeah, it. Yeah, I
3: did the best I could. You know, I I think I went from whatever they were giving me for about a day and a half, two days right. maybe, and then just uh, when needed, I would take, you know, I, you know Motrin, ibuprofen, whatever it was, right. like, over the counter, um, and just, you know, small doses of that. And it seemed to help. Uh, and just you know, knowing that it was going to hurt, you know, I, mean, no, I don't know what no, else I, to tell you. It was just me saying, "This sure, is going to hurt. This is really it's hurt. going to suck," and I just have to get through it. Yeah, and, and within in a couple of weeks, it'll all be over.
1: Yeah, because the, yeah, the 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 opioids are man, they yeah. will get a hold of you. Oh yeah, they really. certainly will, oh, man. Real quick, you uh, you you deal as I have actually, you know, been in and out of twelve step programs. I've known a lot of people who have been in twelve step programs, and one of the things you'll find is that. A lot of them anymore aren't there for booze. They're there for opioids, mm, right. for the pills. And I, I knew a guy in Colorado who was a construction worker, fell off a roof, got prescribed hydrocodone. He was in prison within a year for stealing drugs from a prescription office. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back.
0: Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071.
1: And we're back. Uh, eight minutes after 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How art thou? The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, well, let's talk about Ukraine just for a moment, uh, and then we'll uh, talk about some other weird crap that's going on in the world today. Um... Well, we're setting them tanks, right? Uh, 30 tanks, I think. Uh, uh, and all weekend long, if you're watching the news, uh, especially Fox News was playing a bit of video of Joe Biden uh, from uh, about a year ago, a little under a year ago, after uh, the Ukraine-Russia war began. Uh, and they were, he was asked about tanks. He says, we put tanks down, we got World War III. Now we're sending him tanks. <laughs> and, and he can't just send them. T- it's not like you just send them via UPS. You know what I mean? They don't drop off some tanks. you got to send personnel with it, maintenance people. Uh, Zelensky has also uh, said that he would like some fighter jets. So I'm sure we'll send some fighter jets out there. And one of the things I've noticed, and perhaps you have too, is that this whole sitch? Uh, apart from the fact that there are some pretty heavy hitters behind the scenes, uh, from our perspective, this is really kind of starting to look a little bit more like Vietnam, in that uh, our time in Vietnam began uh, by sending munitions and uh, quote unquote advisors for the South Vietnamese. And uh, it's what you've heard Trey use the term earlier this morning it's mission creep. Where you just become more and more entangled and more involved until you're the direct participant and uh, I, I I definitely think that's what's going on here but I have another thought I want to get your th- what your what your reaction is to this the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five we are depleting our own resources militarily energy wise right we're We're sending all these munitions over there and vast amounts of money and however much much in regards to personnel that is necessary. There's no accountability. We have no idea where any of it's going or how it's being used. Meanwhile, uh, you have the chief of the the commander of the air force, uh, who is saying, uh, infamously now over the past couple of days, that he's telling his guys we're going to be at war with China by 2025. So start preparing now. We have the Navy saying we got about a year uh, as far as uh, our, our our fleet. And if we don't get more ships uh, and more munitions for the Navy, we're not going to be able to fight a war of any kind. Inside the military, uh, you have this obsession with equity training, diversity training. Uh, We've talked to several folks on the air over the past couple of months who are military personnel who come on anonymously and they say, you know what? Uh, I we had a guy call from uh, Louisiana said I've spent one day on the range this month I have spent the rest of my time in diversity training Um, couple that with an open border uh, we're we're getting new numbers now on just how vast uh, the illegal immigration issue is and certainly there's all kinds of bad guys coming across the border and now Trey was talking about earlier about the northern border is is porous as well. So we, God knows how many terrorist guys are coming in, how many Chinese operatives are coming in. But one has to wonder, you know, God, that sounded highfalutin. One has to wonder: uh, is this? Uh, are, are we? Is is there purpose to the decimation of our of our military? Because. We're we're also decimating our 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 petroleum reserves, right? In fact, we talked about this last week. We're selling some of that to China for some bizarre reason. There's no plans to replenish it. Joe Biden, like uh, Barack Obama, uh, Barack Obama before him, is uh, fine with depleting, uh, you know, our reserves uh, and not replenishing it. Obama did that with oil. He also did that with medical supplies. So, you know, our our military is facing a really unhappy juncture where v- we're hearing from more and more experts that w- we're not going to be able to fight one war, let alone wars on a couple of different fronts. You wonder if this isn't a part of the Great Reset, if this isn't part of decimating America or bringing America to its knees uh, in kind of a slow motion way. And decimating our military so that we can then uh, come down off our high horse, right, and and be a member of the world community. Because we are, we're decimating our military, and we're decimating our own resources. Our economy is s. I don't care what you're seeing in the you know hearing out of the administration. Uh, and our border is uh, is wide open, and we're losing territory to the cartels. And whomever else is coming over—it's freaky deaky Uh, and troubling. I called it a perfect, called it a perfect storm, a perfect storm. You know, you combine the economy with the open border. With a decimated military, uh, with lack of munitions, lack of uh, uh, natural, or or rather a lack of uh, uh, our petroleum reserves, our oil reserves, and and you've you've got us in a really, really, really bad position. And there's a whole lot of bad guys on planet Earth that want us precisely in this position. So how are you feeling about that? 210-599-5555. Let's go to Alex. Alex, what's on your brain, man?
4: I'm on. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Okay. Okay. Cloward, Piven, overwhelm the system and make it crash. Right. And that's what you're seeing right before your eyes. And you know what the American sheep are going to do? Nothing. Mm. They're going to sit idly by, and they're going to, you know, wring their hands together, and they're going to go, oh, oh, what do we do about it? (laughs) It's called revolution we had one 250 years ago and if you don't do it again you're going to all be a bunch of slaves personally i'm out yeah you know, what I, do you I mean trust any of them right on either side
5: yeah
3: okay
4: because it's just a it's like wwe wrestling we know the results we just got to make it look good for the freaking people <laughs> just to keep them entertained
1: well, and I, crazy. I, it is insane to watch it unfold because that's the only answer you can really kind of plug into all this stuff that makes any sense. That most exactly. of it, most of it is when, intentional. Yeah, to, to intentionally when crash all, when the country. When all
4: other explanations are, are exhausted. Only the truth remains. Right. Okay. Yep.
1: Yep. Now, that's if you you're want right. To
4: see the truth right in front of you. That's your problem. Right. Have a great day.
1: It's going to be cold. Yeah, you too, man. Stay warm. Happy Monday. 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA at FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. And there's the then there's the Finnish transgender skater. We'll talk about. Let's talk about Gennaro first, and we'll talk about this trannies on ice. Okay. Here's uh, Gennaro. Gennaro!
0: Hey, Uncle Son, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, hey, man. What man. It's what do you Monday think? morning, dude. It's a serious call. I just woke up a little while ago. Oh, it's a serious uh, call. Um, my thing is uh, on the opioids. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a book called "The Power of the Poppy." by Canaz Filan. And narcotics, are, are they're very, very strong, and uh, a lot of people are accidentally overdosing because there's called uh, culture life. Okay, me, and I've told you before, I was in an accident a couple of years, uh, while back. I have a painkiller. It's non-narcotic. Uh, I can only take it once every eight hours. Well, guess what? After four hours... I'm in pain again. Wow. I can't take that pill again until another 4 hours. What people don't realize is opioids. You're taking it. The life culture ends. I'm in pain again. And well, well, you know what? It's only 4 hours. Take another one. Boom. Right. I'll overdose, brother.
1: Yeah, like I said they're slippery, man. And Gennaro, I, I appreciate the call and uh thanks for thanks for waking up. Uh anyway, you could tell he just woke up, too, couldn't you? He? Uh, he had bed voice. He had just woke up bed voice. Are
6: you picking on him?
1: I'm saying it's before the waking and bake. He was calling us early. Um, Yeah, that, well, we were talking about opioids in regards to uh, uh, Lisa Marie Presley. They're saying that she was back on opioids before she died, which is very sad. They're bad, man. They're slippery. They'll get you. Uh, I I didn't know about this story until my man Trey showed this to me. I you know I've been saying for a few weeks now, baby, old Sean is just trannyed out. I, I I I'm I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm just done with the whole trans thing. I I I am so done with it. You know what? You as far as that community, and I know it must it doesn't represent everybody in that community. It's a tiny it used to be at least a tiny freaking community. It's gotten larger now because it's cool and trendy, and people who are bored with themselves are just switching to the opposite gender to make themselves more interesting. Uh, I I am I'm, I don't care I I'm, I'm ty- I where you lost a lot of people and I'm one of them is when it got to this point where if some dude is living like a woman you got to see a woman no I'm sorry I'm going J.K. Rowling on you there guess that makes me a twerf uh but it, it is getting ridiculous we in, we go to Finland <laughs> the video is but Finland. Uh you know there there it's the European Figure Skating Championship in Espoo, Finland. Espoo. And they're they're showcasing what is called the first ever trans ice uh figure skater. Minna Maria Antikainen Antikainen Antikainen. Previously known as Marku Pekka. Of course, they're Finnish names, so we don't know what the hell's a girl's name and what a boy's name is. Went from being Marku to Mina. Uh, He's 59 years of age. He's a 59-year-old fat, tranny, biological male who came out uh, as trans a, 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 a couple of years ago and decided to be a figure skater.
6: Oh, he's got quite the figure.
1: Oh, yeah, for a chewed piece of gum. (laughs) Looks like a wad of dough with eyebrows. And so you you got the video. It's just they're making this big deal. I don't know if Don saw this video. And, And this dude comes out, and he can't skate. He can barely stand up on the damn things. Good Lord. Have you seen the video? No. You I- gotta watch the video. YouTube or what? Yeah, I, yeah. I got on Breitbart. I mean, I can send it to you, and it's it's really so. This dude, it's obviously a dude. He's not thin like a figure skater. He's a he's a porky dude in a dress in nylons trying to skate, and the dude can't skate. He falls on his ass. Uh, and another skater has to come up and help him up to his feet. It's ridiculous. Uh, and the Finnish figures, the executive director of the Finnish Figure Skating Association and secret- Secretary General of the ISU European Figure Skating Championships.
3: <gasps>
1: <laughs> I took away my breath just saying that. Whose name is Audi. Audi Wurrenheimo said uh, the inclusion of the aging trans skater was a strike for diversity. Okay, dude, I don't look finished, dude. I, I don't think you're helping diversity by showing fat male figure skating skaters wearing dresses who don't know how to figure skate. I'm thinking that's looking bad on the trans community in general. Like, like maybe the only reason the guy's on the ice is because you Finnish people are trying to uh, check a few boxes. That's all. Because the dude can't skate. Did
6: you see it? Well, no. I'm seeing other stuff. Um, he competed in a competition in Japan in full geisha makeup. Oh,
1: God. Kabuki? Ge- <laughs> yes. Really? Yes.
6: Oh, come on. So, now, now you're, uh, what's that called, uh, appropriation? What is that? the racial?
1: Cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah, so he's doing that. So it's okay for a, tra- a fat trans figure skater from Finland to culturally appropriate Jap-
6: Japanese culture. Full geisha makeup.
1: But it's not required of him to know how to skate. Does that make
6: sense? I can skate. I can skate better than this guy. He can barely stand up on the man. Holy crap. I'm so sick
1: of it all. Okay. Tranny's on ice. <laughs> yeah, I
6: mean, he falls on his ass, dude. Did you see it? He, he can't stand up on the skates. He has the technical ability of a four-year-old on <clears throat> skates.
1: I, I, I'm just gonna go. Tra- I'm just gonna transition to. A, I'm just gonna start living as a woman, so that <laughs> well, I get like, down. I'm, he
6: goes. Down I'm, he goes.
1: Yeah, I know it's pathetic. I'm James Don. I'm just gonna transition. I'm just gonna transition. I'm just gonna start living as a chick. Just, make- I'll get a million dollar contract somewhere.
6: Yeah, make your make your poetry <laughs> transgendered poetry.
1: If I make my poetry trans poetry and I start wearing a freaking dress, I'll be a multi millionaire inside of six months, because people will have to buy the books to show how pro trans they are. Hey, you got to have a plan B, Don. Two one zero five. The mind's putting on a dress. Anywhere, Anywhere anytime.
0: anytime. And it's just wherever you need
6: it. You can just go online and get it.
1: Get the Sean Reimer Show. Wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Welcome back. Going quickly today. The show is going quickly. The phone lines are open. Two One Zero Five Nine Nine Fifty Five Fifty Five. Um, let me ask you this. How, how concerned are you about, uh, presently and in the near, near, near future, how worried are you that your, your opinions on things, whether it's religion, uh, your religious beliefs, or your political beliefs, or what have you, how worried are you that openly voicing those opinions could at some point harm you? whether professionally, financially. Uh, this story is a couple days old, but I, I, it, 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 it came out uh, over the weekend on Fox, and it involves a Georgia, Georgia police officer, not young guy, 19-year-old dude, Jacob Kersey. Jacob Kersey has left the Port Wentworth Police Department. He resigned earlier this month. Uh, This after he was placed on administrative leave on January 4th because he refused to remove a Facebook post. Uh, And this uh, is what he wrote in the Facebook post, God designed marriage. Marriage refers to Christ and the church. That's why there's no such thing as homosexual marriage. That's all he posted. Uh, he was reprimanded again. He was put on, put on administrative leave because they asked him to take it down. He wouldn't. They're saying, well, posting stuff like that could hurt your real, you know, able, your ability to, to fulfill your duties if you're involved with somebody who's gay or from the LGBTQ plus, whatever the hell it is, community. Uh, major Bradwick Sherrod uh, is the, uh, as I guess, the, the the chief guy in this particular PD, and he said that Kersey's media posts did not find, uh, they said they did not find sufficient evidence to establish a violation of any policies, but uh, his post, again, could raise reasonable concerns regarding his objectivity and the performance of his job duties when a member of suspected, or suspected member of the LGBTQ plus community is involved. Uh this is from his letter of uh you know, the letter they said as we have discussed previously, please be reminded that if any post on any of your social media platforms or any other statement or action renders you unable to perform and to be seen as able to perform your job and in a fair and equitable manner, you could be terminated. Terminated. Same sex marriage is legal in Georgia. So he resigned. Uh, and uh, he he said, "I I, I it's a His words that is such a dangerous precedent that if you're off duty on your own time, that you could say anything, even something religious, even something at church. If someone somewhere gets offended, you can get fired for it. He's right. Um, there's all kinds of people who have already lost their gigs because of some opinion they posted or or uttered. Uh, in the wrong situation, that's where we are. And and what's at play here is it's it's really not about the gay community. It's kind of beyond that. I think the trans community, uh, especially, has been weaponized for political reasons because it's a tiny, tiny ass community. And the idea is to characterize any opinion that is against if you will, the communities that make up the radical agenda of the left, uh, any critic, anything critical or, or anything less, let's put it this way, anything less than absolute, full, true believer support of this community and everything they claim, you're engaging in something harmful. You're engaging in hate speech. Now, I'm going through the Bible for the third time in my life. Uh, I finished up the book of Revelation this past weekend, Uh, I'm going through the entire... but I read it three times. The first time was in my 20s, and I just kind of read it to get through it, you know what I mean, just so I could claim that I had done it. Second time I read the Bible cover to cover, and I've been reading the Bible my whole life, but as far as reading it cover to cover, second time was in my late 30s, early 40s, and I I did the one-year Bible thing, which I think is actually kind of a difficult way to read the bible cuz you're 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 not reading it continuously or or in the order it's presented you're reading a bit of old testament a bit of new testament a bit of psalms a bit of proverbs you're not really getting a feel for the uh bible as it's laid out so i i've been reading yeah if if you if you don't like gay marriage you can find stuff in the bible that is against same sex marriage. That's against that, that. That's against same sex relationships. You will find that in the Bible. You'll find it in the Old Testament. You won't find it in the Gospels. In the four Gospels, but you will find it in the letters to Paul or of Paul to all these other folks. It's it's not something I personally agree with, but it's there. Uh, it is his right as an American citizen to hold his religious beliefs. It is his right as an American citizen to say, I don't I don't I don't support gay marriage because it's against God. It's against scripture. So understand now he is suffering. He is being he was being punished for that. He chose to lose uh, leave his job because he said, I'm not going to be able to be quiet about what I believe. My religion, my faith is a huge part of my life. but that's where we are. I think uh, and what you're seeing is a really weird journey because as I think more and more people get kind of sick of this, you know, and they're just kind of tired of the whole of the whole woke thing and they're tired of the trans thing, the obsession with bringing kids into it has turned a lot of people off and people are being more vocal about it, but the more vocal people are being about it, the more uh, the woke crowd is attempting to cancel you, and it's affecting people in their jobs. And it, it doesn't. It, it's. It. You know what? It's damned unAmerican. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. To publicly punish people, or or professionally punish people, or to try to cancel them and do them harm because you don't like your, th- their opinion. Is deeply un-American because we're going to get to a point where you just can't, you know, if you want to be able to earn a living, you can't say anything. We, we, in my business, I mean, they're going to come for talk radio at some point. But we're we're, we're fortunate in that our product is an opinion. Our opinions are the product. So we've been very lucky here at KTSA. I've never been told anything other than be honest about your opinions. You know, they support us in that here at KTSA, so I'm not worried about me. But uh, there's all kinds of folks in other industry who, you know, if you post the wrong thing, the wrong opinion, man, you're going bye-bye.
6: It's going to get to the point where if you just say no comment <laughs> right, and don't stick up for someone what they're saying right. at the time, then you're automatically against them just by saying, no comments. Silence is violence.
1: You, you, you're going to get to a point where you, you have to pretend to be a true believer or it's going to, the hammer's going to come down on you. Got to take a break. Tim, hold through the break. We'll talk to you when we get back. At Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The news that's
4: hot. Extraordinarily
6: hot situation right now.
1: Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, final few moments of the show, and we're talking about free speech in America. Is it on the outs? And uh, this in regards to a 19-year-old Georgia cop who resigned uh, after uh, posting some religious stuff on his Facebook page and was suspended. Let's go to Tim. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, I'm a
2: patrol officer with the TDCJ, and we have a whole unit that we have to separate that from general population of men who think they're women. And, uh, no, well, where more general, is this? No more, uh, it's either it's a Conley or McConnell unit in South Texas, where we have to ship anyone that thinks there's a they're a woman. They're going to a men's prison, but we got to separate them in their own cell block. And wow. we got to take a block of training, how to deal with them. You got it. If they think their name is joy, when well, you got them joy, but, but, uh, yeah, we used to separate like the pedophiles and the, ex police officers we don't separate them no more because we're running out of room with the trans Wow. Trans- are you serious yeah.
1: so you're having I to separate you're having to house trans prisoners so or inmates to to the extent that you can no longer separate pedophiles and ex cops out from the general population
2: exactly wow exactly I don't know how the county jails are dealing with it, but that's way the...
1: I would assume TV it's probably the same.
2: Yeah, well, they don't have the funds or the facility, right. a lot of these county jails, to do that. Wow. So I don't know.
1: And do you but, uh, yeah, it's, Do you suspect yeah. that a lot of these guys are just doing that so they can be separated and then go to a female prison?
2: You know, uh, you always suspect that. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, you think you're going to prison for a lot. You're going to go do some hard time. Hey, put a dress and makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, you're going to get the, you're gonna get some nice housing. Let me tell you, it's one of the nicer prisons, Wow. <laughs>
1: That's great. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you, Tim. Man. No problem. Right. I bet there are a lot of dudes who are doing that.
6: Well, Come on. They're going to find out what it's like to be a woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, they will. That's admired by other women. <laughs> Get your ass kicked by a lesbian. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I would think. Easily. Why do they, think, they think female prisons are, are easier, I guess. I've than... watched
6: Orange is the New Black. <laughs> and, I've and, never uh, seen it. Oh, you'd love it. <laughs> it's great, is but it? They, it is not easy.
1: I, I, you know, I, I, I think, and you know, there'll probably be some people who are triggered by this or hate my stinking guts for it. But I don't care. Like J.K. Rowling, I'll file that with all the other blanks I don't give. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think because it's so trendy right now, and society is just bending over backwards for that community right now. I think a lot of people are just doing it. I, I don't think. I, I think a lot of people are tra- in transition, who are just unhappy with who they are in the world, and they think this is the moment to become something else.
6: Okay, there's one transition that I've uh, come to respect. What's that? Uh, the comedian Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. Oh yeah, I love Izzard. It. Yeah, and he started out with just wearing women's clothes, right. and evolved, and eventually was like, no. I really am a woman. I think he, him and his wife divorced or whatever. And he went full-blown female, boobs and plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. And But he took a long time to get to where he's at now.
1: Well, that's how it used to be. It used to be a long process that people went through, especially before you start talking about surgery.
6: And he's a very critical-thinking individual. Oh, yeah.
1: He's brilliant. He, former teacher, a history teacher. I saw him at uh, the Majestic. And Eddie Azard is one of the few people out there from that community who is saying, "Don't obsess on the pronouns. It's it's not. Oh, he it's is not wor- It's we are not a pronoun. Okay. You you cannot boil your entire validation down to a stinking pronoun. So I I respect him for that as well. Uh, and he's a funny. He's just funny as hell. Oh, man. He God, he is he's funny.
6: Genius. He or,
1: is brilliant. I don't. But, does he still go by he? I don't know if he's I don't I have no idea. But when I saw him he was came out in black fishnets and high heels <laughs> and a leather jacket.
6: And I'm, I'm an executive. Here, I'm an executive transvestite. And I'm sitting here
1: looking at the crowd, okay, and uh, just about every couple that was there were the dudes wearing a cowboy hat. About twenty thirty minutes into Eddie's set, they get up and leave, man. <laughs> I'd say at least a third of that audience got up and left at some point, and I thought he was a pro I mean, he's he's liberal. It's his politics, you know what I mean. But he yeah. he's he's brilliant in the way he weaves history uh, through his act and through what he's talking about. So yeah, he's not a fan of pronouns or any of that stuff. You, you know, he, he may have one himself, but I remember him saying or tweeting, "It's not about the pronouns. Don't make it about the pronouns." So good on him. Uh, let's see. Oh, where are we at? Oh, uh, one more thing before I get out of here. Uh, yeah, the original Wednesday from the original Adams family has passed away, which is odd because the new Lisa Loring died of a stroke, and she wasn't that old. I mean, I'm not sure here. Was she sixty something? I think. Now, when I was growing up, you had two monster shows you could choose to watch. The Munsters or The Addams Family. The cool people watch The Addams Family. There, I said it. The cool people watch The Addams Family because The Addams Family was funnier. The Addams Family was funnier. I'm just saying, cool people watch The Addams Family. I'm judging you. All right. Thanks, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.
6: Keep an eye out for raccoons on the train tracks. Mm -hmm. It's very cold. Ouch.